Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Today's episode is a short but powerful message from Greg Shiano, where he gives advice about what a head coach and an assistant coach can do. And he is coming from the perspective of being in both of those positions recently. And so he shares what he learned here. This is from the 2021 Eric Legrand Believe Coaches Clinic, presented by the New Jersey Football Coaches Association. For those of you who don't know who Eric Legrand is, he was a player at Rutgers and on October 16th, 2010 at MetLife Stadium, Eric Legrand ran down on a kickoff for Rutgers and didn't walk off the field. He couldn't move, he couldn't breathe, and Coach Ciano came out on the field and looked at, down at Eric and said, pray. Becoming paralyzed, playing the game he loved didn't change his passion for the game or the lessons he had taken from it. It provided him the courage and inspiration to go out into the world and do more. Eric has shown the world that obstacles can be transformed into opportunities, and he will continue to drive his mission forward until he delivers on Christopher Reeves' dream and a world with empty wheelchairs. To Eric, it's not a matter of if he walks again, but rather when. To help on his mission, Cochiano, the Rutgers staff, and the New Jersey Football Coaches Association have launched the Virtual Believe Clinic with all proceeds to benefit the Christopher Reeves Foundation on behalf of Eric Legrand. That clinic starts tomorrow this week, has another great lineup of 30 speakers, and when you register now, you have access to last year's clinic, which was outstanding and does include the full segment from Greg Schiano, as well as presentations from the rest of the Rutgers staff, NFL, college, and high school coaches. This clinic can be purchased individually. You can go to njfca2022.coachesclinic.com. It's also part of of the State Association Mega Ticket, which gives you access to 10 different clinics. So enjoy this one from Coach Shiano and support another great cause by attending the 2022 clinic, which starts tomorrow. Again, go to njfca2022.coachesclinic.com. But the only thing I wanted to do, as I, as I alluded to earlier, was talk a little bit about the unique perspective I feel I have from having been a head coach for a long time and then went back and being an assistant coach for three years and now being a head coach again. There's not a lot of guys that get to do that at this level or, or the NFL and beyond. And the thing that I want to do is I want to address, because I know we got a bunch of head coaches on here and then I know we got a bunch of assistant coaches. I'd like to address each group. First, the head coaches. You know, what do I feel my job as a head coach is? It's very, very clear to me now at 54 years old, my number one job is to make sure that I communicate a crystal clear vision to our entire organization, not just my coaching staff, 
to every single person that is involved in our organization. And when I say crystal clear, it's got to be simple, right? Because people can't handle too much. It's not that they're not intelligent enough. They just got so much going on in their world. And we've boiled it down to three cultural points that are the key to our program, family, trust, and shop. And I'm not going to get into what that is because it's whatever your program is. It doesn't matter. It's what you believe in. But where, where I've learned in talking to corporations and businesses and organizations, as well as football teams and football staffs, when I was out and I was doing ASPN, I'd go around and visit staffs. They'd ask me to write up their program and, and kind of give them a, a little seminar on what I saw. The biggest thing that I saw going around was there was too much too much culture. Culture is great, right? And But too many signs, too many things that were, this is us this week. But then a month from now, it's this. Like, really, what is your programmatic vision? What are the three most important things that you want your staff to be able to always come back to every single day? You want your organization. And I promise you, if you come into this building, whether it's the custodial people, the people who do the, the food services upstairs, our training staff, our coaching staff, our recruiting staff, doesn't matter. Every single person can tell, tell you the culture. Boom. I've walked into Fortune, Fortune 500 and Fortune 100 companies to speak to them, and I ask, can you tell me the culture? And then I ask someone else, can you tell me the culture? And it, they can't. They can't spit it out because there's just too much for them to be able to get their arms around. So the crystal clear vision of what our program is, and then what as a head coach, number two, how do I equip and inspire these people to execute that vision? Because if I don't give them a plan and the tools to execute the vision, then it's not, it's not a vision. It, it, it's not a goal, rather. It's a dream, right? To make it a goal, something that's attainable, I need to give our, our entire organization, I need to equip them with the tools and the plan to get it done. And then I need to continually inspire them, right? By motivating them when, when things get tough because they do get tough. We know that. That to me is my main job as a head coach. And then the last part, number three, we call it PAR, post-action reporting. Every single thing we take on, whether it's a game, a recruiting weekend, a junior day, any kind of event, at the conclusion, we do a par with the most important parties that were part of that event. And what I want to know is, okay, what did we set out to get done? What was the three things we set out to get done with that event? And did it happen? And if it did, why do you think we, it happened the way we wanted? If it didn't, why do you think it didn't happen? And I think that sounds very basic, but most of the time, we all want to rush on to the next thing, the next game, the next recruit, Right. Whatever the next thing is, we want to get going to that. And without going back and saying, okay, why? I think oftentimes we do that old one step forward, two steps back, two steps forward, one step back. And inevitably we stay in the same spot. So review for head coaches, crystal clear vision, equip and inspire your, your people to do it, and then give them feedback. We call it PAR, post-action reporting. Now let me be an assistant coach. I put my assistant coach hat on. My number one job as an assistant coach, execute the vision of the head coach. Now you may say, well, wait a minute, what about, no, the number one job as an assistant coach. Did I agree with everything Urban Meyer did? No, I did not. 
And it wasn't like, you know, hey, this is my first rodeo. I don't know. We've won a lot of games doing it our way, but this is the way Coach Meyer wanted it done. And I had to figure out how to execute his vision. And what I say to our staff all the time, but as an assistant coach, I really tried to do, and I tried to impart it upon the other assistant coaches, you have to take Urban's vision and you have to make it your own. You have to own it. If you don't own the vision, you're going to be doing what he wants because he wants it. And oftentimes that's hard, especially when deep down inside you're, you've done football for a while. And I don't believe maybe that's the best way, but you know what? That's what the head coach wants. So you need to execute that vision. Now, before you say, well, that's just being a yes, man. The second part of being an assistant, the great assistant coach is you need to give your head coach your opinion. So you need to give your opinion. If you feel like what he's suggesting isn't the best way, I always have a rule with my staff. You get three cracks at it. So be careful and use those three times wisely. But if the answer is no three times, then that's it. Let it go. And I tried to live by that. So if I really felt strongly about something, I'd throw it out there. If he said, no, nah, we're going to keep doing it. Okay, good. Then I had another shot at it. And then the third one, I was going to make sure I picked a great time when he was in a good mood or things were going well. And then I try to get it because I felt that strongly. Oftentimes one and done. I didn't even bring it up again. But you do have to give him your opinion. No head coach wants yes men. But once it's final, you got to go coach it or recruit it or enact it like it's your idea. And that is hard, young assistant coaches, because you got all these ideas in your head. And I'll never forget Coach Paterno. He said this one time in a meeting. I look back sometimes at what a young, brash assistant coach I was. I got hired at Penn State full time at 25 years old. I'm sitting on the right-hand side of the greatest coach in all time college football right there. And I can remember being 26 or 27 after I'd been there a while and like really legitimately having an argument with Joe Paterno. Like what, what was I thinking? Right. I look back on it like what an ass, but he was always respectful. He'd listened. And then he would say, but this is the way we're going to do it. And he's the one who more than anybody taught me that. But I remember once with some of the assistants that had been there longer he had a saying after a while, he said, look, this is what we're going to do. And if you can't get your arms around it, then you need to go get your own team. And I always thought that was a great way to put it. At some point, every assistant coach, you reach that point where, you know, you feel so strongly that you can't own it as your idea. Then you got to go get your own program. You got to go, you got to go be a head coach. Right. And that always stuck with me. So a great assistant coach, number one, his number one job is execute the vision of the head coach, right? Number two, you got to be honest with your opinion, but use the three-time rule, all right? And then the last thing that I didn't mention that I think is important as an assistant coach is that you Paul Revere, the head coach, and the rest of the staff. Now, what do I mean by Paul Revere? That's a word we use or a saying we use. You know, when Paul Revere rode through Lexington, you yelling, the British are coming, the British are coming. Had he not done that, you know, we might be playing soccer instead of football, right? Because that's how we, the war started. We were able to win that first one and get the, get the ball rolling and not get wiped out. Well, I want our coaches to Paul Revere, not only me in the program, but I want them to Paul Revere each other. And not only to you guys and to recruits and the guys outside the program, but I want our assistant coaches to Paul Revere each other in our program. So when our secondary coach goes and sits and eats lunch with the old linemen, He's talking about how Andy Oreck is the best O-line coach in America. And he's going to get you ready for the league. And he's going to get us ready to have a top offense. 
And you go right down the list. Paul Revering, your head coach, and Paul Revering, every other assistant coach, whether it be internally, externally, in the media, whatever it is, all that does is it rises your program all throughout, throughout the entire program. So those are my two tidbits for head coaches and assistant coaches. Been both, been both lately. And I think those are things that have helped me a great deal. Thank you again for listening to the Coach and Coordinator Podcast. Go to njfca2022.coachesclinic.com to be able to view tomorrow's virtual clinic, which is in the evening, the next three nights. You will also be able to access the replays of all of last year's clinics with great presentations from NFL, college, and high school coaches. Go to njfca2022.coachesclinic.com. Again, it's part of the State Association Mega Ticket as well. You have the option to purchase this one individually or to purchase the Mega Ticket. Follow me on Twitter at Coach K. Grabowski and follow all we're doing at coachandcoordinator.com.